This portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Pop in and see them, whether it's for lunch, nice weather, you can sit outside on the deck, or maybe sit in the dining room, delicious food. Then they also have a great full bar, large dining area, and you're going to love the lounge. The Lodge Pub and Eatery. People rave about their delicious, consistent, great food and also the great staff. I'll see you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Peter Ducey of Fox asked a question to President Biden, and the president said it was a lousy question. He appeared on Hannity. Let's hear it. Now with a full report, Fox News White House correspondent Peter Ducey. Hannity's got the room to the audience. You know, I beg to differ with the president of our country, but I don't think your question was lousy at all. I thought it was a very good question, Peter. I congratulate you. And, Sean, today it was a lousy question almost four full years ago when I asked him for the first time, how many times have you spoken to your son about his overseas business dealings? Uh, he eventually got through his answer, and he told me to ask the right question. And tonight I'm wondering, what is the right question? I heard from a White House official just a few minutes after my exchange with the president today here in New Mexico who said they take issue with the premise of my question. They said my question is wrong because I referenced speakerphone conversations with business associates about business. They say that question is wrong and that the president's answer is right, that they never talked on speakerphone about business. If that's true, uh, it's not proven. Uh, But that is what they are saying. However, that is a big headline because they are no longer saying that he did not have these speakerphone conversations with the associates, period. So it now seems like there were conversations. We don't know exactly what they were about. They're pointing to these Devin Archer uh, transcripts with the House Oversight Committee where he says they talked about kind of just polite pleasantries, including the weather. But Devin Archer later went on to say in an interview that it is categorically false that Hunter did uh, that Hunter and Joe did not talk at the time about business. And so that's where we're at today out here in New Mexico. The president moves on. He wants to be talking about uh, green energy and not anything in the past. But I. And I am going to say something, and this might be uh, dangerous with a studio audience because they might not all like uh, what I'm about to say, but President Biden deserves a lot of credit today because he actually called me over to uh, ask a question. He has told me in the past, after some of our exchanges, uh, that he doesn't mind a hard question. And so he knew it was going to be something probably like this, uh, but he... Feels guilty because he once called you an SOB, if I remember correctly. I think he feels guilty. Yep, you remember correctly. Yeah, but he he did stand patiently, and he he let me come up. I had to hop a bike rack to get to him. Uh, But he stood there and took the question. So uh, if you're watching, Mr. President, uh, thanks. Oh, Peter Ducey, thank you. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here to support. All right, folks, again, that was um, Peter Ducey of Fox on with Hannity. Now, I want to play. This exchange has certainly gotten uh, an awful lot of talk about he confronted the president about his involvement with Hunter Biden in the foreign bribe deals. Um, let me just, uh, I'm going to play the full how it sounded. Testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them, talking business. Is that what... I never talked business in And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you... It's, why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. Thank you, Mr. President. But notice he did call him over and let him ask the question. Peter Ducey, folks, it was a big moment. It was the first time that someone could even ask him... Um, about that so you know with courage as he's being described he did snap over and they had that exchange one thing about the white house is they do keep giving access to peter ducey i know a lot of people would say well they have to 
I don't think necessarily that's the case. Um, they did take the question. How would you like to be Mike Pence, uh, the former vice president, campaigning, Vice President Pence campaigning in Iowa and at the Iowa State Fair, and one of the guys says to him as a compliment, I'm glad they didn't hang you. I want to just play this audio. I'm glad we didn't hang you. They didn't hang you. I don't understand the Pence. I don't understand the Pence uh, presidency, presidential campaign is what I'm saying. I just don't think he has a path. Also, John Kirby on with uh, Martha McCollum. When will the president take some of these these questions? to the then vice president uh, and to sell the Biden brand. So what do you say about that, John? And and when will the president actually answer some of these questions to put some of this to rest himself? Oh, my goodness, Martha. I mean, he just did with Peter. I mean, he's the one who called Peter over and had Peter, you know, risk life and limb cutting across that barrier. I mean, he specifically called Peter over. uh, And, he, you know, look, he knows Peter. He knows Peter's not going to ask some softball question about, uh, you know, about uh, how his vacation was. He he knows who Peter is, and he answered that question. And I don't know what it's going to take. He didn't answer whether or not he was on speakerphone in those meetings, John. He just said, I never talked business to anybody. The question was about business, and he answered it consistently with what he said um, uh, so so many times before. He's been very consistent that he wasn't talking business. But the question is, was he allowing his presence, you know, on speakerphone to speak volumes? Was he allowing that presence to say, this is my son, he has access to me, while he's talking to Ukrainian businessmen, Chinese businessmen, Russian businessmen, um, you know, after the invasion of Crimea, as Katie Pavlis just pointed out? I just don't know how many times he's going to have to say no to the same question. And he said it, he said it consistently. He's been consistent about this. There were no discussions about business with, uh, with, uh, with his son or his son's business partners. And, again, he called Peter over. Uh, and I'm, I'm not saying he knew that that was the question, but uh, he certainly knew it wasn't going to be a softball. You know, this isn't going away, and it also led to a very heated exchange. A lot of people are debating this. Uh, there's far more evidence now. As far as getting together with some of these people, speakerphone, it's very possible Hunter Biden was pulling a con using his name and influence. Without question, that was happening. Should be investigated for that. But far more presence than than uh, President Biden was involved than it had been previously thought. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Propane Plus. Call them today. Heating and cooling in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508 508- Two five two thirty three fifty nine for Propane Plus. Three generations you can always depend on Propane Plus for all your heating and cooling. Call them today, 401-885-4209. Three generations, they're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they're going to serve you for a very long time. They have a great user-friendly website. You just log on at propaneplus.com, and then you type in your zip code, residential, commercial, Propane Plus, heating and cooling, always there for you. Give them a call today in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. The Johnson family, three generations, heating and cooling. You can always depend on Propane Plus. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, topetro.com. Boy, things got heated. Fox and Friends regarding who exactly the Republicans are using as investigators when it comes to proving, in fact, that President Biden knew everything that was going on. So I think in this situation, you're going to hear both uh, Steve Ducey and Brian Kilmeade discussing And Brian, you brought up a good point. The grandkids got money. Why did they get money? You know, we've heard the numbers, a lot of the numbers in a, in a broad way from the Republicans. And, and yesterday they, they gave us more bank records. But I, you know what? With all due respect, the Republicans need better investigators because they've got a lot of circumstantial evidence. But they have not shown 
that Joe Biden profited personally, oh, they're doing or great. that he broke any rules. I John vehemently Solid. disagree. It's, it's all circumstantial. This is okay. un, this is Brian? so. No, no. Let me finish. This let is me finish. But this, is, but this is funneling right to him right. at a rapid pace. They've had they've had this job for about eight months. What was funnel? What's funneling it? Everything is, is, is fun money funneling it. Is they Joe involved? Is Joe's is Joe's presence involved in every major business deal that Hunter was involved right. in? As Andy McCarthy said. Joe was the business. He had the access. Right. Hunter didn't. So Hunter Brian, didn't have the reputation. It's leading right there. Brian, what laws did Joe Biden break? If the American people knew. Just answer the question. What, would, what law did he break? Number one, the investigation is not done. That's but my right point. Now the that's my, that's my point, Brian. They need better investigators. So do you, do you not want to hear any reporting oh, no, until no, no, it's right. done? Right, right, or do you so want right. to see the 19-page memo that leads to bank records? No, Miranda I, Devine started this. Then John Solomon's been all over this. Uh, Comer, right. the House Republicans have been all over it. They're gathering all all of the facts, and all the facts are right. pointing to the fact that Hunter Biden was using his dad's influence to make millions of dollars for the family, they just and then don't have the he was paying gun all the bills. Oh, this, is, this is red. This is, this is a raging fire. Okay, okay. I've got a solution. I've this, got a solution. This is what I was leading up to in talking about. They've got all this circumstantial evidence. It points toward. Look, it, it looks bad for for the Bidens. It looks bad and for Joe. Here's what here's what they do. Call, it's hard to subpoena a president of the United States because of separation of powers in front of the House. Subpoena Hunter Biden. Uh, but, and don't do one of these closed-door depots. People need to see this televised. You need to see him answer the questions. And if he says something that disqualifies Joe Biden, you know what? The Democrats would have time to replace him on the ticket. Steve, right. the hard part is for Americans is we're watching this family get away with so much. Well, we don't know so what they've gotten away with. Americans yet. believe there is a smoking gun. There is something that they're going to right. reveal. Have they done that yet? Maybe not. Maybe they're nothing there. that's illegal, but they're, they're there. working their way toward that. It's, and it I just appears. want you to hear can we just hear John Solomon? This, he was on last night. He breaks it down. He's Watch. He's all over this. You mentioned the Russian oligarch, Yelena Baterina. She drops a $3.5 million payment into a Hunter Biden-related account in February. In March and April of 2014, the conversations are continuing. Hunter Biden's checking. Is Elena Baterina going to invest in our new real estate project in New York? He gets an answer. Yep, she signed off on it. A couple days later, do you know where Yelena Baterina is? She's having dinner with Joe Biden at the Cafe Milano. The pattern is very clear. What James Comer's done is followed the money, then put a timeline together. It is very clear as what's going. Hunter Biden was selling access to his father. There's nothing his father can say tonight. He went to the dinners. He got on the phone calls. It wasn't the illusion of access. It was access. And as John Solomon said, he was at the dinners, on the phone, golfing with these guys. The meetings took place, Air Force Two to Mexico, meet Carlos Slim. If any right. logical person sees Joe Biden playing a role in his son's business, the only reason he's in those meetings, his son's has the meetings, because his father's vice president, later to become president of the United States. And 14% of the country said if they knew about this, they would have changed their vote in 2020. He looked in the camera in those debates, and he lied about having knowledge about his son's right. business dealings, and we see the notes, the handwritten note to Devin Archer. Everybody knows where this leads. Well, Hunter does not have a business without his last name and his dad, right. and his dad was present at all these meetings. And, what else do you conclude? And to my earlier point, the Republicans just need to present the evidence to the American people and say, look, this, they got to say, okay, we can prove. 19 pages they wasn't enough yesterday? Brian, they got to say, we can prove Joe Biden broke the law by doing this. The, the Hunter Biden broke. That's, that's all I'm saying. So you only, want a, you only want a concluding sentence. You don't want to see the investigation? I'm watching the, inve the this Brian, investigation. is the most damning, Brian, leading to you, a culmination I've I ever said. seen. I said, it looks terrible. We just need proof so the American public... But you said, the, you said the Republicans are doing a terrible job. They're doing I said they need better job. investigators to connect the dots. Well, better investigators? No, you know what? what else we do you disagree need? about this. Just say it's doing an incredible job. You know, I actually understand what Steve Ducey's trying to say is, folks, you can't, the, the, no question, a lot of smoke. I think what he's saying is, but you got to be able to fully thread the needle. Uh, you know, without question, they have Hunter Biden. The big question is whether or not they have the big guy. I know a lot of people want to automatically say they do, but I think what they're saying, in, in some ways, Brian feels they're already there from Fox and Friends. Steve Ducey, 
uh, in defense of Steve, was just trying to say he's not convinced they're fully there. And that seemed to upset some people. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Limitless Outdoors. Why do they call it Limitless Outdoors R.I.? Well, because it's limitless what they could do for your home, for your property. Call today for a free quote, 401-580-1852. Limitless Outdoors. Remember their slogan, Dream, Build, Enjoy. It starts with a discussion how you'd like to use your outdoor space. They can design your outdoor space to fit your aesthetics and lifestyle. They specialize in patios, walkways, steps, outdoor kitchens, landscape lighting, retaining walls, lawn installation, excavation, limitless outdoors. They can also update your indoor fireplace. Call today, free consultation, free quote, 401-580-1852. You can also find them on Facebook, and then their website is LimitlessOutdoorsRI.com. How about an outdoor kitchen? Call them today, Limitless Outdoors, 401 580-1852. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Joining us right now, the author, The Paradox of Debt, A New Path to Prosperity Without Crisis, and it's the author of that, Richard Bay. Richard, thank you for taking the time to join us on the John DePietro Show. It's a privilege to be with you. Touch on a little bit. Talk about this uh, piece, The Paradox of Death. Well, we get into the subject of debt quite thoroughly in this book, and we note that debt can bring a lot of harm, but it can bring a lot of good at the same time, and that's the paradox. So, for example, in the pandemic, we had, in a three-year period, about $8 trillion in new government debt. A lot of that was pandemic relief. However, in that same three-year period, household wealth went up by 30 trillion dollars. You know, that spending actually went into household bank accounts. It pushed up real estate and stock values, and it was actually the greatest period of increased wealth in U.S. economic history. So you get a lot of good and a lot of bad, and you need to understand what the issues are underneath that. Can you touch on, and you write, you know, while debt is essential and our economy relies on it, it does bring instability unless, you know, um, it has to be carefully managed. Well, a lot of that relates to private sector debt, and folks don't understand this, but there's actually a lot more private sector debt than public debt in the U.S. There's about $40 trillion in household and business debt, which I call private sector debt, and $30 trillion of government debt. Now, the issue normally comes when private sector debt accumulates too rapidly. So the prime example of that, which we all lived through, was when mortgage debt, and this is going back to 2002, was at $5 trillion. And in the period of less than five years, it doubled to $10 trillion. And that was too much, too fast. That was reckless, irresponsible lending, and we ended up with millions of homes we didn't need, bankrupt uh, construction companies, real estate companies, 15 million homeowners with homes that were underwater. So, you know, rapid escalation of debt usually brings some type of financial calamity, either nationwide, global, or within an industry. Folks, again, the book is The Paradox of Debt, A New Path to Prosperity, Without crisis, and the author is with us right now, who is uh, Richard Vay. And Richard, can you, you know, the new path to prosperity without crisis? Can you touch on? And I'm sure in the book it it examines it. But uh, a lot of people they feel that debt debt um, it it consumes them, it it surrounds them, it it almost seems as though it's their life is spiraling out of control because of increasing debt. But you you explore that there's a a new path without this crisis. Well, they're absolutely right to feel that way. We have, if we look back as recently as 1980, 
private sector debt, household and business debt, was 125% of GDP. Today, it's more than double that level. It's 260% of GDP. So that's a whole lot of student debt. That's a whole lot of credit card debt. It's a whole lot of mortgage debt. And so the average family's uh, debt service ratio, which is the percent of their income that goes from debt to debt, has gone from about 15% to about 25%. So it is really an overwhelming factor in a lot of lives. Uh, student debt, as one prime example, it, it touches 43 million Americans, and it totals $1.8 trillion. So one of the things the book explores is creative ways to try to bring folks uh, relief from debt. We talk about streamlining the bankruptcy process to help those who are truly in need and truly troubled uh, to get back to financial health more readily. We talk about, in, in the area of student debt, we talk about a way that someone can get earlier relief from their debt by doing community service. Uh, in the area of mortgage debt, for those folks who are behind or troubled in, in their mortgage, we talk about a way that they can give their lender a percentage of the equity in their home uh, in, in trade for lower principal balance and lower monthly payments. So we do explore ways to let folks cope more readily with the private debt that burdens their lives. Folks, again, the book, The Paradox of Debt, New Path to Prosperity Without Crisis. The author is Richard Vink. Richard, very, very interesting. You have a, just an incredible background. What's the, the best place that, I know you have a website. What's the, the best place that people can learn more about you and more specifically, um, you know, read some of your work? Well, I have a website, richardvague.com, D-A-G-U-E. We have a specific uh, website for the book, as you mentioned, paradoxofdebt.com. So either of those places will get you there. Richard, thank you for taking the time to uh, speak with us. Good luck with the book. Congratulations, and we'll talk to you again. It's such a privilege to be with you. Thank you. Remember to follow The John DePietro Show on YouTube. It's John DePietro Show on YouTube. Subscribe, which means you get notified whenever we post new videos. You find original content, video you can't find anywhere else. Subscribe today. It's free. It's the YouTube channel of The John DePietro Show. It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant. Stop in and see Marie, that historic white church. Shop local, inside, all quality products, vitamins, Herbal Remedies, trusted companies, they understand quality, integrity. It's my health. It's all about your health. Local products, ICE, honey, maple syrup, beef, fresh gum. You know, they carry over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products, and much more natural skincare products. Stop it and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. It's all about health for you, for your family. There's vitamins for children, all different types of teas, all different types of spices. Boy, what a difference it'll make. Shop local. Stop it and see the queen of health. It's Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, diagonally across from Davenport Restaurant, right in that historic white church. It's all about health. It's all about your health at It's My Health. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. So Rhode Island Secretary of State Greg Amore, he replaced Nellie Gorbea. He was on a special segment on WPRI Channel 12. And I want to play some of it because he is someone who fundamentally could actually even jump in more and be more aggressive regarding the problems with our ballots and elections. So they do it in the 4 o'clock news. They call it Community Focus. And it's a short segment, but it's actually a good platform. And I want to play this. Hold on, folks. Sorry. I'm not exactly sure what happened with that. Um, Again, I've had some dealings with him. He did speak up and 
I'm going to play it right now. He did speak up initially and did say that this should be an automatic investigation. I think if push, he could go even farther. So, all right, once again, here is Community Focus, Kim Kalunian in Secretary of State Greg Amore. Here we Secretary go. Secretary of State, Greg Amore, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Kim. So to start, uh, we have some important voter registration information. I want to talk about that before we get into the recent controversy surrounding the special election for Congress. The deadline to register to vote for the primary has passed. It that does. was Sunday. But let's talk through some other important dates heading into the primary. What should people know about mail ballots and early voting? Sure. So next, next week's a big week. Uh, the 15th of August is the deadline to request a mail ballot either in person at your city or town hall, online through us, and through our online mail ballot application uh, app. Um, and then the 16th, we'll start early voting. And early voting will go from the 16th through September 5th, and that is at local city and town halls in CD1, other than Bristol. And Bristol's uh, using a, a school, Reynolds School. Okay, and let's look ahead to the general election. It's not too late to register for that. Right, so October 8th would be the deadline for the general election uh, registration. And so it's not too late for that, and there will be a general. Uh, there's a Republican primary and a Democratic primary, uh, so there, there definitively will be a general election. And you mentioned that people can request a mail ballot online. Is that new this year? So that's part of the Let Rhode Island Vote legislation that was mm. passed a few years ago. Uh, and basically you can go onto our website, uh, vote.ri.gov, uh, plug in your state ID number or your license number, uh, and then you can request a mail ballot through that process. And so we, we just launched that about a month ago. Uh, well over a thousand people have already requested a uh, mail ballot through that process. Uh, it's secure, it's easy, uh, and all you have to do is go to our website. And when should they expect to get those mail ballots? Yeah, the, the mail ballots will be going out next week. Okay. Um, and so those that have already requested, they'll get theirs next week, and then as you request up to the deadline, uh, they'll follow. And polling places for the, the primary might be a little bit different because some schools are staying open? Yeah, I, I think folks should expect a different primary place mm. uh, than they usually uh, vote. Uh, only because the, the turnout is expected to be lower. Um, and so the polling places have been condensed, and the locals make those decisions based on past uh, practice, uh, and then the Board of Elections approves that. So I, I would, again, recommend that people go to vote.ri.gov, and they can find their polling location on our website once that has been established. I want to talk to you about the signature scandal in the 1st sure. Congressional District race. The Board of Elections earlier this week reversed course, decided to review all the signatures submitted by the Matos campaign. They did that today. Do you think it's the right call? My preference would have been uh, that they did it earlier, mm. uh, right in the in the midst of the of the process, the challenge process. And I think they they could have done that. And I was very clear that I thought they should have done that. I, I'm glad they're doing it because I think any time we have a chance to shore up confidence in the process, we should do so. And, and I'm confident uh, that that this will result in what we know uh, that uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor Matos qualified for the ballot, uh, and that the locals did a, a very good job in uh, in verifying those signatures, and and then we'll move on. And our ballots have been sent out already to right. overseas and military personnel, uh, and the ballots will be sent out next week to folks domestically who have, who have uh, requested one. Yeah, it seems like everyone's sort of in agreement that she has enough valid signatures, 500 valid signatures. But if this review hypothetically found that she did not, what would happen to the ballots? Yeah, the ballots are the ballots. Uh, they, they have been produced. Uh, they're out. Uh, I believe some of the military folks have already voted those ballots and, and sent them back in. Uh, so the ballots are the ballots. Uh, and, 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 you know, the news coverage of that will determine uh, what people decide to do. But I, I'm, I'm confident that our local boards of canvassers did a good job and that uh, Lieutenant Governor has sufficient signatures. And just quickly, 20 seconds, zooming out from this particular issue, what lessons can we learn from this and what do you think needs to yeah, change? Yeah, I think there's a, there's a great deal we can learn, right? As a campaign, uh, the, the campaign should learn that there is a process. They have to make sure that the folks that they have uh, undertaking this process are doing the right thing and know the law. Uh, and then on our side, the elections official side, we, we can tighten up some of this. You know, we, we can make sure that the Board of Elections can review in real time if they see a problem and that they can identify that problem and share that issue with all of the local boards of canvassers. All right, Secretary of State Greg Amore, that's all the time that we have, but thanks for being here for. <laughs> Pleasure. You know what's amazing is he has gone farther in calling for reform than the re Republicans at the Rhode Island State House. That's the situation that we're in. Listen, Matos should not be on the ballot. What they're essentially saying is, well, the wedding has to go on because we already sent out the invitations. That's ridiculous. She should not be there. She has a criminal investigation into a campaign. <clears throat> she knew what was going on. I don't buy any of that. 
her people, they hired these 16,000. You pay someone $16,000 to collect signatures, they were paying them 16000 for a lot more than getting signatures. This all has to do with the ballots. Do you hear how difficult it is to try to track everything that's going on? It's all done by <coughs> design. If it sounds confusing, it's meant to be confusing. It's meant to confuse you. That's why they do that. That's why it's set up that way. The system is manipulated because the system can be manipulated. And the Republicans who are so silent, sitting on their hands, enjoying their summer vacation, as uh, the Senate minority leader said, I have faith in our system. I mean, I won. Folks, you know, it's the expression they use in AA, nothing changes if nothing changes. The definition of insanity is doing something over and over and expecting a different result. When we talk about no leadership, I'm starting with the Rhode Island Republican Party. Get your act together. We are depending on you and you're dropping the ball. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. Yankee Tree Service, call them today, 401 439 6028. The tree trimming experts from Lincoln. You can always find them online, yankeetreeservice.com. Tree removal since 2006, 24 7 emergency service available. It's Yankee Tree. Folks, I've dealt with them for years. Tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, also emergency service, and bucket truck service. You can depend on on Yankee Tree Service. Call them today. Get a free quote, 401-439-6028. And remember, with Yankee Tree Service, they have the licensed arbitrist. They'll come out and they'll explain which tree maybe you want to get removed, maybe what tree you don't want to get removed. Tree pruning, also one of the best things you can do for your property and for your trees. It's Yankee Tree Service. Call them today. The tree trimming experts based out of Lincoln. Call them at 401 439 6028. Yankee Tree Service 401 439 6028. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Folks, joining us right now, he is the author, speaker, the founder of Life Over Coffee. And this is an interesting piece about the forgotten role, forgotten what the role of the parent is. Do rappers have more in common sense than the LGBTQ mafia? And it is, in fact, Rick Thomas. Rick, uh, first of all, thank you for joining us on the John DePietro Show. Hey, John. Good to be here. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about uh, your writing and your premise on this. Yeah, well, uh, I appreciate anyone that takes a stand uh, for what is right. Of course, I come from a Christian perspective, and uh, that's also conservative teaching as well. And so when anyone, whether they're Christian or not, uh, takes a conservative position or or a pseudo-Christian pers- position, uh, particularly on parenting, I, I appreciate the courage, especially in light of a cancel culture or a bullying culture. Uh, it, it takes a lot of grace a lot of courage to be able to speak out. And one of the problems that we have uh, on the conservative side of the spectrum is that we are intimidated by what can happen because we see it acted out every day. And so I'm not so much into rap music, uh, but I do appreciate uh, any person that uh, takes a stand for what is right. And, and, And I believe parents exercising their authority in the home and leading their children properly uh that is a great idea and it leads to excellent outcomes and so i'm grateful for it so folks there's this rapper uh, neo who called out parents who let their children pick their gender saying they've almost forgotten what their role is supposed to do touch on that rick yeah i'm not exactly sure what has happened here uh i'm an old man now and so this is not my america and so i I would start like that and there's been this uh incrementalization of where our culture is just moving uh, what we would call politically left um there there is an agenda afoot and they are very aggressive Uh, they do not have arguments and you rarely uh, hear any of them 
uh, debate uh, the other side. And typically when someone doesn't have an argument, uh, all they do is yell at you. And so that's what they do. And so they work by intimidation. They have an agenda, and that agenda is to deconstruct uh, the family. Uh, the agenda is to deconstruct religion. Uh, it is the outgrowth of the self-esteem movement. Uh, we are so enamored with ourselves. Uh, we, me, I'm the only one that matters, and, and no one else does. And whenever uh, we become such an individualized culture where me is the center and the driving theme of the culture, it's going to fracture it. And what we're seeing here uh, with the LGBT community, I, I, I respect people's positions and I respect them as fellow image bearers, but I do not agree with their position at all. And I find it destructive. And I recognize that there are some people who embrace the gay lifestyle that really oppose what is happening. Uh, this is not 100% as far as LGBTQ people uh, that are this destructive, but there is a force and it is a small percentage, but because they own the media or they're able to manipulate the media and the university and other uh, and corporations and so forth, uh, they do have a lot of power. And it's really interesting of how the tail can wag the dog in this matter. But this is something that conservatives, something that Christians need to stand up. And what Neho did, uh, you know, I applaud him for saying, you know, this is not the way and I'm not going to bow down to this. Folks, again, we're speaking with Rick Thomas, author, speaker, founder of Life Over Coffee. Rick, it is interesting how he was just trying to point out uh, in the example that he did, and I'm, I'm very familiar with the appearance on Vlad TV, but when when asked about, you know, so you have a his words now, you have a little five-year-old boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl, and in his words, you just... You know, you let him, he says, let him rock with that. He's five years old. You let this five-year-old boy decide to eat all candy all day. Uh, when it's a good idea to let a five-year-old, a six-year-old make a life-changing decision. And, Rick, we're seeing that more and more, that it's um, it's being carry, uh, encouraged, and there are individuals that, that almost uh, reward students at certain public schools if they will explore this life-changing decision. Yeah, they do. And of course, a five-year-old cannot uh, make that determination. Uh, they do not have the categories for it. And parenting is a, a lost art. It, it is a lost discipline. Uh, and, and so, and because of social media, uh, the, the ubiquitous nature of social media, this is where people are being trained. Yep. And so if you spend your day on social media, and, and the interesting thing that I have observed is that there, we live in a parallel universe. Uh, there is the loud, angry social media world, and then there is the world where the rest of us live. And down here on planet Earth, it's just a different story. Uh, there is not racism like what you hear on social media. Uh, there are just multiplied millions of people that want to do it the right way. Uh, but unfortunately, because uh, these people who own social media have the largest megaphone, uh, it does seem overpowering and it does seem to be the majority report. Uh, but I find that there's a lot of hope when I speak to people on the ground. And what we try to do is just to communicate one person to another and when folks come to us and they have parenting issues, uh, we talk straight to them compassionately, but courageously that no, I mean, children don't have categories. They don't have language. They don't understand their feet do not reach down to the pedals. They cannot look over the hood. They don't know how to drive. And so parents have to be parents and it is a leadership issue. Uh, but we also see that in affirmative care in the medical industry where the patient now drives the diagnosis. And when the patient drives the diagnosis or when the children uh, determine who they are as a five-year-old, then the world has flipped on its head. But there is a groundswell of people that are waking up to that. We see it, you know, in the, la the latest kerfuffle with uh, Bud Light. And uh, I'm glad to see those things that it, it seems to be that the conservative culture is realizing, you know, we had this, you, know, you leave me alone, I leave you alone mindset worldview for so long. Uh, but now we seem to be stepping into it and speaking into the situation because it cannot go on this way.
Folks, again, he is Rick Thomas. You can also learn more about Rick on the website, lifeovercoffee.com. Rick, before I let you go, what would you say to a parent that suddenly a six-year-old, five-year-old child says that, you know, I, a little boy says, yeah, I'd like playing with dolls. Maybe I'll, I'll I want to be a girl. And at, at school, my teacher's encouraging me, you know, to maybe use more of a gender-neutral name um and and the same thing with a girl who maybe she's you know good playing ball uh five six years old in the play yard playground and and saying you know i i think i want to be a boy and the teacher thinks it's a good idea that i become a boy what, what do you suggest parents do rick well i would want to find my starting point with the parent uh and so the first question i would ask is do you believe this uh now if they believe that then i would have a bigger problem on my hands because it would not just be helping the child uh to think correctly about gender but also helping the parent but i assume that if a parent came to me and you know asked what to do they don't believe that and so I would encourage the parent, try to teach the parent how to lead this child, because this is not the only question that the child is going to ask. Uh, hey, Dad, I want to go to the moon tomorrow. I mean, they just don't understand these things. And so the parent has to step up with courage and grace and and speak clearly to the child. It's, this, it's very similar. It's analogous. If the child said two plus two equals five, do you let that go? Or are we teaching and parenting our child? And so you want to teach and parent the child. Now, as far as the school is concerned, I would do all I could to uh, get the child out of the school, to be honest with yeah. you, um, on a very practical matter. I mean, Obviously, you would go and talk to the leadership of the school, the teacher, the principal, the whomever, uh, but more than likely, they're already inculcated in this doctrine, and yeah. they're going to do it either overtly or covertly, uh, and if they were doing that, then they are not part of my team, and it does take a, a, a team of sorts. Uh, there's different authority figures in a child's life that influence them, and teachers are. Uh, part of those influencers, and they have to influence in a way that is compatible with what I believe. And if they aren't, uh, then my child cannot be around those people because the first 10 years of a child's life is very moldable. moldable. Uh, malleable the the cement is not hardened and once they get into early teens the cement starts to harden and so whatever happens in that first decade is serious stuff and if someone's sabotaging my parenting principles and my worldview uh then my child cannot be around yeah, I know that would be complex for some people. Uh, there could be reasons that the child is in a school system like that. Maybe both parents work. They can't do homeschool, can't afford private or Christian school. But I would do what I could to get the child out of an environment where someone was influ aggressively influencing them adversely to what I believe. Folks, again, he is Rick Thomas, lifeovercoffee.com. Rick, a pleasure to speak with you. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again. You're welcome. Thank you. AJ, drywall, plaster, home improvement, call them today for a free quote. You can also find them on Facebook, 401-323-9252, 323-9252, AJ, drywall, plasters, home improvement, frame to finish basements. What a difference it'll make in your basement. Acoustic ceilings. Look how beautiful your ceiling could be. New homes, additions, also commercial rehabs, painting, remodeling contact them today it's a family-run business aj drywall plaster home improvements call for a free quote what a difference they'll make in your home your ceilings floors basements 401-323-9252 what a difference beautiful walls and ceilings 401-323-9252 you can also find them on facebook it's AJ Drywall Plaster and Home Improvements for your home or business. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. Tax-free weekend in Massachusetts, and the businesses do booming business. Let's Recent get the latest. Channel shopping. 12. Sales tax-free weekend starts tomorrow. 12 News Reporter. 
Jake Holter joins us live from right over the Rhode Island border. He is in Seekonk with what you need to know if you're planning your purchases around the tax break. Good morning, Jake. Well, good morning, Patrick. Yeah, if you're looking to make a decently large purchase, this weekend would definitely be the one to do it. The state of Massachusetts waiving that six and a quarter sales tax for most purchases under $2,500. Inflation no doubt has some people keeping a closer eye on their wallets. Some people even plan their purchases around the sales tax holiday. Retailers Association of Massachusetts compared the turnout to Black Friday. They also say this incentive gives a boost to small businesses during the notoriously slower summer months it really creates a business type of weekend expenditures in the half a billion dollar range now there are some items that do not qualify for the exemption meals and alcoholic beverages marijuana and tobacco products vehicles most utilities and any single item priced more than $2,500 are not given that tax exemption status this holiday also only applies for personal use purchases by corporations or by individuals for business use are not tax exempt but in our ever-increasing online world internet purchases are tax exempt so for now live in seekonk jake holter 12 news now why isn't <clears throat> why doesn't rhode island have that where is the providence chamber of commerce why don't you hear anyone right now squawking up and down i've um spoken with businesses and maybe some of you are listening right now in massachusetts they're preparing for a huge weekend they're about to have a huge weekend uh, incredible amount of business and, and any any business whether uh, retailer they'll tell you one of the hardest things they can do is just to get people in the store and especially a weekend like this people buy extra items maybe they show up at a store and they don't have exactly what they're looking for but they'll they'll spend money and they'll purchase it and it's a it's a great boom based on the fact um you know summertime depending on where the business is located can be a difficult time but to me the fact the state doesn't have this is a complete failure by the business community the greater providence chamber of commerce uh they don't seem to be serving any businesses that i'm aware of but massachusetts tax-free weekend two states side by side operated and run completely differently you also don't have a governor that pushes for it either. Boy, Governor McKee, Governor McGreed, you'd never know that he comes from a business background. <clears throat> nothing is ever for businesses. There's nothing ever business-friendly. Uh, everything with him is there's some kind of hitch to it. Or, you know, he. granted, you would think that he's from a labor background. Everything is geared towards the unions. Everything is set up, set up and structured that way. But that's who basically put him into office. So I feel terrible for businesses, especially right along the border, where they're going to see, literally, they'll be able to see even people right over the border, lines of cars, parking lots full, crowds going into stores, and then they have to continue simply because of where they're located. So... Rhode Island, there's so many little things they could do <clears throat> if the state had proper leadership. If the state truly had some people that said we're going to fundamentally change the state. And, and, and can you imagine, you know, but Massachusetts, they're just doing it now. What if Rhode Island did it twice a year? What, what if Rhode Island said we're going to do it four times a year and really try to build it in? Um, and, and granted, you know, a weekend in August is not the ideal time. It's not a terrible time. I would think a business will tell you any time would be good. But can you imagine Rhode Island if they did it like Labor Day weekend or, you know, you do it before that, do it Memorial Day weekend, something to try to just throw a bone to the business community. But nope, McGreed and the leaders, they won't do it. Folks, you're listening to The John DePietro Show. Get your driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, over 25 years experience, specialized commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating, 
Call for a free estimate today, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. Hey, learn about the benefits of asphalt paving, whether it's a brand new paving project or a cracked driveway. It's affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. Asphalt can be recycled, reused. J. Perry Paving, a licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting your needs, no matter how big, how small contact them today for a free quote 401-732-1730 what a difference it makes for your driveway for your business parking lot j letter j j perry paving 401-732-1730 online at jperrypaving.com and look for them on facebook This portion of the program is brought to you by the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. Pop in and see them, whether it's for lunch, nice weather, you can sit outside on the deck, or maybe sit in the dining room, delicious food. Then they also have a great full bar, large dining area, and you're going to love the lounge. The Lodge Pub and Eatery. People rave about their delicious, consistent, great food, and also the great staff. I'll see you at the Lodge Pub and Eatery, 40 Breakneck Hill Road in Lincoln. At Med Urgent Care, walk in Urgent Care Center, all your medical needs. They're open seven days a week, doctors and nurses. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. That's right in the Atwood Medical Center, 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. Again, they're open seven days a week. At Med Urgent Care, when you need urgent care, Without the wait now, when I've been in that situation and I needed urgent care, that's where I went. If you want to go to an emergency room and have a long wait, well, you're free to do that. Otherwise, do what I did. Go to AtMed Urgent Care, whether it's work-related, maybe someone's not feeling well, someone needs stitches, whatever it may be. AtMed Urgent Care, comprehensive outpatient urgent care facility. There's two locations, one near you. Johnston, right in the Atwood Medical Center, and also 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich. That's right across from Felicia's. When you need, and I need urgent care, you want AtMed Urgent Care. Again, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston in the Atwood Medical Center, and 5750 Post Road, East Greenwich. Seven days a week, doctors and nurses, AtMed Urgent Care. Make sure to find the John DePietro Show facebook page and you can watch all the action on the scene live stream follow it all real time live stream just follow john DePietro's show right there on the facebook page the coincident 226 coincident avenue west warwick delicious food and drink they have a great bar area always a dependable menu whether you're going to eat there or take out a delicious meal is waiting for you at the coincid inn look for them online you can also find them on facebook whether it's lunch dinner or drinks in the lounge always a good time at the coincid inn 226 coincid avenue in west warwick Remember to log on to DePetro.com. We have original stories, original videos, also links to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Plus, you can get some great merchandise in the shop. Log on to DePetro.com. <laughs> 